cutting room combos may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this podcast contains themes that may be sensitive or triggering to our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, welcome to Cutting Room Combos. I'm Yasmin, and I might be the killer. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Jenny, and dolls don't scare me, but let me tell you about this one. <laughs> so, the first movie we're going to be talking about for season three is Annabelle Creation from 2017, directed by David F. Sandberg. This movie we watched first. I have never seen any of the Annabelle movies. Mm-hmm. And we watched Creation first because we put a poll on Twitter. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> and people voted to watch these movies in chronological order rather than order of release. Yes. So, so. this was my first, well not my first introduction to Annabelle because obviously she's in a couple other movies. But, mm-hmm. but this was my first introduction to it. I'm so excited to share my thoughts. Go ahead. Oh yeah. So for those who don't know about the movie Annabelle Creation, uh, it takes place at this uh, doll maker's house where he decides to um, house uh, a bunch of orphan girls. So they stay there and uh, one of the girls named Janice uh, discovers Annabelle and is tortured by the demon throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's pretty good. I-, I liked all the scares there. It's uh, I, I've, I haven't seen this movie probably at least in a year, uh, and I forgot about some of the scares that happen and whatnot, and it, it was, like, really fun just watching for me. It but was fun? It was fun! It was fun for you? <laughs> I had my face covered most of, like, 85% of the film. Oh, no. I was like, oh, it's daylight? Okay. Nope. No. You're wrong. Just because there's daylight doesn't mean something's fucking pushing your wheelchair into a fucking shed. That's another trope defeated there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, I mean, did you have any other thoughts on the movie? Did before? I have thoughts? Oh, gosh. Yes, I had thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, many gosh. thoughts. You swear I was. What has a lot of thoughts? Um. <laughs> you know, like, like thoughts. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I'm not going there. I am not going there. <laughs> First of all, I hate you for making me watch no. this movie. And, and, like, going into it, I was like, you know what? Dolls, not scary at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. It's just a haunted doll. But then I realized, after watching this movie, it's the fucking dark that I'm scared of. Especially nighttime and, like, the bedroom at night. Let me tell you how many Oof. scenes there were in this movie. That take place with something under her bed or something sleeping in the bunk underneath her that I was like, I cannot. No. I cannot. <laughs> Too much spooky. Oh, yes. You know, the, the people who worked on this movie, they have not lost their touch, let me tell you. Um, sorry. We both have been saying, let me tell you. <laughs> and we're only three minutes in and I'm over here like, let me tell you. And you're like, let me tell you. Oh, my God. So we're going to tell you. <laughs> so there was like hella effects that I have written down for this movie because that's what really contributed to like all of the scares throughout this entire film. So mm-hmm. it was awesome. Um, I guess I'll just start out with the visuals. Um, so there was th- that traditional following uh, camera where the camera follows yeah. people, you know, around oh. the setting. Yeah, it was basically you know? giving us a tour by following characters. Yeah, and, and it took me back to The Conjuring when they introduced the um, the parent family's home and yeah, following yeah. each kid and whatnot. So they gave us a, a little tour, basically, of the Mullins house, the, the doll maker and his wife. Oh, I forgot. Um, a little disclaimer about... The movie, uh, before the doll maker took the uh, orphan girls in, uh, he and the wife had a daughter they called B, or as we later uh, learned, she is called Annabelle. Um, Which I didn't make that connection until just now. Yeah. I thought her name was Beatrice. I, I thought it would have been too. I was like, oh, B, that's cute, like for Beatrice, and then they named the doll Annabelle. Right. I don't know. It's it's, it's one of those things, I guess. Like, like why is 
Dick the nickname of Richard. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so they had a daughter. <laughs> how do you get... <laughs> okay, I was going to say, how do you get Dick out of Richard? But that sounds like a bad joke. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> take that out. Take that out. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Richard's... <laughs> So they had a daughter Mm -hmm. who tragically died, you know, by getting hit by a car. Being stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, she's a kid. I get it. (laughs) Oh, actually, it wasn't stupid at all. She she was trying to help. She's like, I got it, Daddy. Mm. Oh, God. (sighs) And so, yeah, we later learn how basically the doll that the doll maker made was haunted by a demon because he was pretending to be the dead daughter. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, back to the effects. So there was the following camera, and then of course my favorite, the first person camera view. You know, you you can not have this effect in the Conjuring universe at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some examples were when um, uh, B, I put in quotation marks. Uh, I'm guessing the demon or whatever was walking behind Janice, like walking towards her as she was looking out the window for mm-hmm. the first time. Uh, there was uh, Janice's best friend Linda uh, finding Annabelle under the stairs when she's oh, like, "No!" She's like creeping around the corner, wondering what it was that was sitting over there, and you see the camera going around oh, the yeah, corner. Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh, God!" It, it made me not want to look there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or also like. Um, Seeing uh, through the keyhole. I called that one, too. Oh, yeah. She's like, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, look, a keyhole. And I was like, bitch, you better, you better not put your eyeball next to that keyhole. And guess what she does? She fucking leans over and she's like, let me look through this keyhole. And, and Annabelle's just chilling in the rocking chair, just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Enjoying her fucking life. Look at this bitch. Um, <laughs> and then I um, I liked the view of uh, when Janice was in that um, that chair uh, to help her go up and down the stairs. Oh, yeah. And you would see her view of as she was going down the stairs and, like, looking around, turning the camera to the left, and then oh, going yeah, yeah. back up the stairs, turning the camera around. It, I thought that was really cool. It was different, you know? Um, and then the lighting. They really worked well on the lighting in this one. Or I the know. lack of. Lack of. There's that, too. <laughs> Shadows. Um... I know that with Annabelle's first appearance, they really worked the lighting on that one because it was dark for the most part. Yeah. And as, you know, you see the door creaking open, a little bit of that uh, moonlight yeah, kind of yeah. shines in and you kind of see a bit of Annabelle's face there just mm-hmm, staring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. But, um, yeah, and then I liked the lighting of um, when Janice was being taken by that nun who we didn't know who that was. It wasn't Sister Charlotte, that's for sure. Um, and as Janice is looking upward, she, she screams seeing the nun's head and we see her head, but her face is blocked by the sunlight. Yeah. Like when something is too bright behind the person that you can't really see their face. Yes, exactly. And like that made it so scary for something in the daylight. Like that was unbelievable. Um, I also liked the rotating camera view and they did this in two different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, one was when, of course, the turning upside down while focusing on the cross. Oh, yeah. I like that. They do that. that often. Right? Yeah. Like like how they did it in The Conjuring when mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Lorraine went to get the Bible. Um, and then another way of rotating the camera was while Janice and Sister Charlotte were doing that confession thing in the oh, room. Yeah. And they, they just, like, rotated around it because they didn't have a proper place to do confession. A 360 camera? Yeah, 360, exactly. I just think of award shows when they're like, let's see your outfit, step on this pedestal, and it's like a 360 camera. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, that works, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, I kind of liked this little, um, I don't know if it's an effect, but it was more of an homage to Beth Sheba in The Conjuring, Mm -hmm. when (laughs) near, near near the finale... Linda is looking across the porch and sees Janice in her wheelchair and she's just just sitting there just staring out into space while Annabelle is sitting on her lap yeah oh I was like girl that she was hunched down you know hair in front of her face just like Bathsheba I was like 
Damn, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, also, the, the I don't know if this is a proper phrase for it, but the slow camera pan moving upward, specifically, again, near the finale, when Sister Charlotte sees Janice on both her feet, and she's, you know, grabbing her rosary, she's starting she's to do just, her prayer. Yeah, yeah. And then the camera focuses on Sister Charlotte as she's praying, and it kind of looks like, I don't know, like she's getting taller a little bit, but you can't tell that she's moving upward. Yeah, yeah, because we're moving with her, so it's just like the background moving down, and you're just like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. So I, I thought that was a really cool way to show that mm-hmm. levitation and kind of provide that element of surprise. Yeah. I really liked that. And then, oh, the ending before the rolling credits. I have to mention this. Like, I... Okay, maybe I'm making a big deal of this because, like, the first time I saw this, like, I thought, like, it was just, like, my mind playing tricks on me, you know? And then when I saw this with you, Jenny, Mm -hmm. and it was actually up close for me this time to be able to confirm it, like, it blew my fucking mind. So in the end of the movie, after, like, they show some of the credits while they're showing the, the room that Annabelle is in, and then silence... And then it turns to Annabelle's face, and it goes up closer, still silent. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear the um, that music box melody from yeah, The yeah. Conjuring. And as it almost like plays that last part just before that, you see Annabelle's head turn like a, barely an inch, then instant blackout. Da-da-da. Oh and yeah, that was it. Because it's credits. like it's a music box, right? So you get the like the bing, 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 but then the. Bling, Yes. And at that last little trill, it's like, my eyes were closed. Ah! I believe you, though. <laughs> no, that moment, like, you got to, like, brave yourself to, to just look her in the eye. Yeah. Bring. Head turn. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was amazing because I didn't expect any movement whatsoever. So that was cool. Um, so that was it for visuals. I, Jenny, I don't know if. You may have noticed anything. Uh, let me pull up my notes. <laughs> I know you said you had your oh, eyes closed. Okay, but... I, most of the time, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, unless I can talk about the set because I really like. Yeah. We we took so long trying to figure out the fucking name of that little elevator with a little pulley. Yes. A dumb waiter. A dumb waiter. That sounds kind of offensive a dumb, in a way. I know, right? It's a dumb waiter. <laughs> Like, I'm a dumb waiter, so I must, you know, I can't bring up the food. I gotta... <laughs> Anyways, it, it comes up in a lot of movies. <laughs> a lot of movies that we've seen, including, like, what you said, Home Alone? Yes, Home Alone. Yeah, and we just never knew what it was called. Yeah. This whole time. Real? I was like, oh, yeah, the mini elevator. Like, the laundry chute. I couldn't figure out what the <laughs> fuck it was called. It took me half the movie to look it up. I just called it the little room with the rope. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's such a common trope, and it, it plays into, like, um claustrophobia quite a bit Oh, that's right um but but okay going back to like visual parts of it um the old victorian homes that are really big multiple floors like a cupboard under the stairs ah yeah uh, like the whole setting was just so perfect for for what the movie was yes and it was very reminiscent of the conjuring because of all the girls living there oh my god that's right a bunch of girls victorian home there was no animals, was there? Uh, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. No. Mm-mm. Thankfully, recipe Sadie. <laughs> but uh. the costumes were also very well done because every single person, no matter who it was, had the silhouette of fucking Annabelle. All of them were wearing like little dresses most of the time, night night nightgowns and like little dresses, except for the older girls who had like a. When was oh. it? Like the seventies. Or something. It was oh, I cannot remember. It, I think it was before the seventies because okay. Annabelle was already like, you know, causing chaos mm-hmm. before the Perrin family uh, came along. Oh, okay, and that one was yeah, but that was groovy. in the seventies. Yeah, groovy. <laughs> so groovy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm so glad you remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie I've seen the most, but it re- it really um. It tied everything together really nicely in a bow. The Victorian home, the costumes, and the little general nods to the same themes in other horror movies in oh. the Conjuring universe. Oh, and that was such a good mention. Like, that it's fantastic. Go back to the original. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the 
audio parts of this too that were just as great. Terrible. As, <laughs> as the visual. Um, the uh, beginning, I liked how they had that sort of conjuring-like introduction with the mm -hmm. growing brass and, uh, like with the decrescendo <laughs> and everything it was great like meow, i love it <laughs> it's a good car passing by <laughs> oh i have one for audio <gasps> you do yeah go ahead keep talking and then i'll tell mine at the oh my god um i also noticed that like some of the music at least like during little montage scenes like in the beginning mm -hmm. some of the sound was kind of reminiscent of uh, child, a child's musical toy you know you kind of hear like um it was kind of like the that instrument used in the rugrats theme a xylophone <laughs> but like the plasticky ones yes exactly or like wooden sometimes yeah one of those I kind of like heard that a little bit in the yeah, background. Yeah, it sounded like there was toys being played with all the time, musical toys. Yeah, and I thought that was great, especially while the, the well, what's his name, Sam, Sam Mullins, I'm pretty sure that's his name, uh, <laughs> he was uh, making the, his first doll. Oh my, oh, Coraline, I, all I could think of was Coraline, the oh. way it opened up the movie with Sam. Oh I'm just going to roll with it, like making that doll and popping the eyeballs in it was really reminiscent reminiscent oh we've been God. using the word too much yeah <laughs> it was very much a parallel to Coraline and I don't know which came first oh yeah but, like which Cor Coraline and oh yeah yeah okay don't know either honestly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in the beginning where it's like this kind of eerie music but but still kids yeah making a doll so it's like something so innocent that a child can play with Mm -hmm. But you know shit's about to go down because the song is fucking creepy. It, it is, straight up. What was Coraline? <laughs> it was like a like a choral type, wasn't it? It was like a chorus. Anyways. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for other aspects of audio, of course, that use of silence, mm -hmm. it was fantastic. Um, when I, I only put one example on here, but it was when uh, B and Sam were playing hide and seek um. in the beginning. You know, and, and she, you know, comes out from behind the curtain and looks around and sees the little note that the father left saying, found you. And then as she's reading that, all of a sudden you just hear the, the foot stomp. Ha ha, I got you. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it, it scares you and it's not supposed to, but like, eh. Because it's fun. It's like we're just playing hide and seek <laughs> with dad. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh my God. Um... Of course, they also had their use of like playing their own music within the film as well, like using that gramophone, mm -hmm. that music. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. So like it, they made it like kind of creepy in a way. Yeah. You know? So I liked that, and um, hella strings. They use them in a number of different ways. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Like. One of them, I remember when, when Linda had that toy gun thing where, where the ball oh, pops yeah, yeah. up. And um, it, she shot it out, and she was... Uh, Reeling it back in? Yeah, from the dark hallway. She kept yeah, facing yeah. it. And then the string attached to the ball is suddenly lifting up yeah. above her head. Above, above her the, height. Like, the doorway's height. Oh, God. And then you just hear the strings just sliding upward. And, like... It was just, and, and the bass was just growing underneath. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> this does yeah. not need to happen right now. <laughs> they really, really build on the build, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, absolutely. And another way of building that they did was they used uh, tremolos in this one scene um, with Carol when she was in the barn with the scarecrow. As the light was like about to go out, the tremolos of the strings kind of... I don't know what a tremolo is. Um... It's kind of like when the bow of, of the violin, you just tremble like, it. You, you kind of tremble it, yeah. At oh, the very so like end. vibrato, kind of, but for a stringed instrument. In a way, yeah. It, Can it's you like... please give me a vocal example <laughs> of a stringed instrument doing a tremolo? Girl, you need to turn away when you laugh too. Oh my god, I swear. <laughs> Look at. No. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for that. <laughs> yeah, anytime. <laughs> so, yeah, their use of strings was 
it was not wasted. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. love them every single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you said you had an audio thing. Oh, oh no. Boy, do I. <laughs> it's oh dark. You can't see shit. Hmm. You don't know what's out there, but you feel a presence. And then you hear footsteps running towards you and getting louder. Oh, I yeah. hated that <laughs> so much. Look oh, at, I want to show you my note, and I know you people <laughs> can't see. Steps coming towards you. <laughs> I couldn't even type the rest of that sentence because I was so, I, those. <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> Now, are you talking about when when Linda was walking towards the well outside? Because there were some footsteps behind her there, and she had to turn around. Oh quick yeah, yeah. It's nothing. just just the whole thing of something is coming closer to me, and I feel a presence, but I don't see shit. Mm. And that's what's so scary. And that's not the one I'm thinking of, though. I think it might have also been. Oh, it's when Janice comes back from the room because she gets like creeped out and she's laying in her bed or like looking up or something. I don't remember. And down the dark hallway with the door open, you hear the footsteps getting closer and she goes under the covers. Oh, Linda. Is it Linda? It was Linda. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember that. And then the, you see the Oh, bed and then you shape. feel the bed move. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just like manhandled Yasin because I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Too chaotic. I must calm down. No, no. We just had the best fucking Korean food. (laughs) I'm on a like a food high right now. No, No, that that's okay. Speaking of scares, I (laughs) I I just want to say like I I don't know like the proper terms again for like these different types of scares that I had listed here. I basically put like fake scares. And then, like, growing scares, then jump scares, and then just other. Um, so, for, like, for the fake scares, of course, there was, like, with Sam and B playing hide-and-seek, and then um, Janice finding B's room locked, and then Sam, yeah. like, suddenly appearing right there, this door stays locked. And then, like, you know, locks it tight, shakes the knob, whatever. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, that, that was a little scary, whatever. Um, and then for growing scares, it was, like... Um, Wait, wait, wait. I have oh. something something to say about fake scares. Yeah. Fake scares are real scares. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, you're calling them fake scares, but if you think about it, that happens to me on a daily basis. Someone walks up behind me, and I'm like, shit! <laughs> you know what I mean? The, <laughs> Pretty much what, what you call fake scares, I guess I would say is a human scare. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, just something that we would naturally react to in a jumpy way. Yes, exactly. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fake scares for movie-wise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for growing scares, it's like, you already see the scary thing in front of you or in the middle of oh, yeah. the, the screen. And you're just mm-hmm. waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Like suspense. Yes. Exactly. Um, like when that draped figure was walking towards Janice when Janice got into B's room for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's just watching it walk <gasps> oh, towards yeah. her. Yeah, you're watching it walk towards her and then the the drapes or, or the cover or whatever drops and then there's nothing. I called that one too. <laughs> I just want the record to show. <laughs> I saw her walking and I was like, there's nothing under it. Oh my God, there's nothing under it. And then the blanket falls and I'm like, because <gasps> there was nothing under it. <laughs> Um, another one, which was when, uh, it was near the end of the movie when, uh, I forgot the mother's name, uh, Uh, B's mother. Sabrina's aunt. Sabrina's aunt. Jesus. Mrs. Mullins. Mrs. Mullins. That works. Just call her Mrs. Mullins. When she was telling her story about how... Oh, she was telling the sister, right? Uh, yeah. How she thought that they allowed... The spirit of their daughter to go into the doll when it was actually a demon that they let in. Um, she when she sees who she used to think was B, just like you know having a little tea party or yeah, whatever. Yeah, with and, Annabelle. Yeah, and while like singing, singing, you are my sunshine, tell <laughs> me sunshine, and then the the mother comes in holding a cross. Oh and, yeah, and, a Bible. A I think Bible. it was. Yes. And you just see her walking in slowly and watching, and then all of a sudden, B starts like transforming, you know, joints oh, cracking. Yeah. It's like, crack, crack, crack. 
and fucking just glow stick. Enormously growing, weirdly tall, and and you just like see that, and at the same time, the mother just mm-hmm. watching in fear. Oh yeah, bass growing, you know, music getting louder, <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh god, that that was just beyond creepy. And I'm glad that they actually used that for um the uh the trailer of the movie when i first saw oh, it. oh really yeah that's good you always mention the trailers and i think they're really important because they always give you enough to draw you in but never enough for you to figure everything out yes well not always sometimes we're like we just watch the whole movie <laughs> right like scream yeah. oh i don't want to bring up scream we uh, did a whole ass segment about it right <laughs> but you know what i mean like they gave us good red herrings and like oh yes. we knew some things but not all things <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but like those growing scares, those were um, definitely used uh, throughout the movie. Um, and of course, there were like the classic uh, jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this would constitute as one, but uh, when Janice saw B yeah. for the first time, just at the window, she was just facing away from oh, her yeah. face in the window. And uh, Jan- Janice said, what, what do you want? Silence. B turns around. Your soul! And just like, it booms like throughout the speakers. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> we, we, you know what? That reminds me of, of it. Of it? Well, kind of. Part? Like, because it's like a tiny little child with like oh. a deep, rumbly voice. And, and, um, Georgie? Georgie. When he's when his like corpse is in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> with the flood and he's like, you have photo, you have photo or whatever he's, he's saying. Photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which um brings me back to the terrible footsteps. No. Because the footsteps were kinda like deep and like echoey. The same way that um Pennywise's little dances. Oh my it's god. It's just like bass, 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 and it's just like I was thinking something else. Oh what? Naked grandma. Naked grandma. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the first movie. But of the second movie, you're right, Naked Grandma. Wait! <laughs> the pendulums, man. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> we oh never mention Naked Grandma again, please. <laughs> you want some cookies? <laughs> she did not need to come in like that. I swear to God. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that was great. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> another uh, good jump scare was when uh, the two older girls, um, Carol and Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin, Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah, they all had really. Well, I was gonna say old lady names, but uh, they would be old ladies now, right? Yeah. Carol, Nancy, Janice, Linda. Oh my God! Yeah, very. Classic in a way. Yeah. Um, That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> uh, when Carol and Nancy were, uh, you know, hanging out just like under the sheet, mm-hmm. like on the floor and like goofing off. Uh, and they had that scare when they were hearing Mrs. Mullinson's bell. Oh, yeah. And they saw that figure like just like creeping around them in the room. With a lantern, right? Was it a lantern? I think it was a lantern. And she just kept ringing the bell. And honestly, like, I could not tell for sure like when the face popped up in between them after the silence like that was that was scary and you saw the hand too yeah yeah try to grab at her I was like oh my god but um it was hard to tell in in that in that lighting I'll admit who it was yeah because I kept asking wasn't that the nun wasn't that the nun but like it kind of gave me nun vibes but I don't know if it was confirmed yeah um but it'd be cool if it is uh (laughs) yeah we should wiki that later yes absolutely um, so those were some, those were a couple of the jump scares that stood out to mm. me. I, I know there were a lot more. Um, there's di- like, okay, can I make one? Yeah. Disappearing scares. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like you see something there and then like you look away and when you look back, it's gone. Oh, stop it. Like the yes. scarecrow was outside. <gasps> they were in the car. They were trying to start it. Yeah. And only the middle girl, whose name I forget. Nancy, oh. right? It was Nancy who was like, "Guys, guys, guys, look!" But then when she like looked mm. around, it was gone. Yes. Or when the light came back on, I think it was. Yeah, and and that's a good one to mention because usually in situations like that in a horror movie, mm-hmm. when something that you've been looking at disappears, it pops out right at you, either right really away. close or behind you. 
Right. Yeah. And it didn't. Mm-mm. Which I'm glad it didn't because yeah. it, it kind of like took away from that um that 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 trope. Yeah. That so. could have been used in um our lighting section too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, the lighting in the shed right after that happens where the light bulbs just keep popping. Oh, that's right. And she's like working to just just keep screwed in this one little light bulb. Yeah. But like but like the lighting in that is just like all you can see is her and all you can see is her hand by the light bulb. Mm. You can't see anything else. And then I couldn't see anything after that cuz I closed my eyes. Oh, so you didn't see the demon hand. No. Oh, because like after she had gotten the light on, and it was silent. She's looking around, still in fear, while the light is on. Yeah. Demon hands just slowly glides over the light bulb and crushes it. <gasps> really? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh my god. That happened. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to rewatch this no. movie. No. Maybe in the daytime. <laughs> and then afterwards, watch Aladdin. <laughs> That, that is perfect. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that was a good one to point out because the lighting was, was great in that scene in the barn and with the mm-hmm. headlights of the car, too. That was really cool. Um, and then for, like, just any other scares, again, you mentioned that, Carol, and, and the... I said Carol versus the scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> what I really loved was that as the lighting was, like, flickering, you see the scarecrow against the wall... And you see the transformation during that flickering of lighting. You see the demon's hands coming out of the sleeves oh, of the scarecrow. Yeah. You see him ripping the scarecrow face to reveal his mouth. I was yeah. like, oh, ho, ho, she is fucked. Also, <laughs> oh, why do I keep bringing it back to it? Oh. Because don't it. they have the thing too where it's like... And then it's like a hand coming out of something else. I know that um, for Pennywise... When he came uh, towards uh, Eddie with the broken arm at the time, he his uh, werewolf hand was oh, coming out of the Oh, that's probably what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. It's like that growing long-nailed. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All these demons need fucking manicures. <laughs> For real, though. Um, and then another good scare was uh, I put Linda versus the well. Oh, I have a note on that one. Oh, Go you ahead. do? Um, because, like... Okay, I, I didn't put this in my notes, but what they did with that scare, it was kind of like an homage to The Conjuring again, where one of the daughters was looking over and under the bed, but the camera was following, like, behind her. Oh, yeah. And, like, it did that with Linda this time as she was looking over, but they wasted no time. Hands popped out. <sighs> yeah. And, I, like, every time we have that camera angle and it's moving closer, I feel like they're going to be pushed in or, like, someone's going to be, like, they're behind you type of thing. Oh. I feel like we're in the camera view of the demon or whatever. Demon? Demon. Demon. Of, <laughs> of whatever we're, you know, facing. But in, in both cases, I think, it was never behind them, right? No. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. Okay. I have a note on the well. Yeah. I thought, okay, because she grabs Annabelle from Janice, and this is after Janice is puked into the mouth by B. Oh, yeah. By Demon B. Yeah. Um, so we know that she's fucking possessed. Mm-hmm. So Linda grabs Annabelle and runs to the fucking well while being followed. Mm-hmm. And then dumps the well, and then... um. Were those human hands that came up and grabbed her? Yes. They look like girl hands, right? You know, I couldn't tell if they were like small hands or they just looked human. My my brain said, oh shit, substitution jutsu. <laughs> she just <laughs> threw Janice down the well. Oh. I thought, I genuinely thought that she accidentally threw Janice down the well. I mean, that is a good thought because when they got back to the house and, yeah. and they uncovered Janice's, well, where Janice was yeah. sleeping. Yeah, and it was Annabelle and I said, substitution jutsu. <laughs> That's a Naruto reference for those of you who need to know. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, that is such a good call. Like, that could have been possible. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I, I just wanted to make a note of. Like, that was my thought process during that whole thing. And that was, like, the first time that Sister Charlotte kind of saw what Linda was talking about, right? Oh, yeah, finally, the adult in the situation. Yeah. 
was seeing what a child was talking about and mm-hmm. you know she, before mm-hmm. she dismissed she it as nonsense. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love when she was like what is that in there and linda's like who cares run, run. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like linda she's my favorite she really is <laughs> Honestly, she put up quite a fight in a lot of the scenes. She did. She's a tough little cookie. Oh, she is. And as scared as she was, she didn't really show fear. Yeah. Which you I... You know, that might be a flaw in the actress's part. That that, that could be. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, those were, like, all the scares that I, like, noted, but I know there was so much more. Let me but... see if I have notes. I have one more note, and it's for later, later. Okay. Oh, okay. Also, one other scare. Well, maybe it's... It's kind of a scare, I guess. When uh, Linda goes into the room for the first time while Janice oh, is in there. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of playing with Bee's toys, and one of them was that gun with the ball attached to the string. Yeah. <laughs> she just takes it. Sorry. <laughs> she shot it, and it probably was on accident, I think. I oh, it was on yeah. She, the ball. It's right on Annabelle's face. Yeah, and at this point, Linda had already seen Annabelle, so she knew not to mess with that fucking creepy-ass looking doll. <laughs> And it hit her right on the side of the face. So Annabelle wasn't <laughs> facing them. And they're both talking. Uh, her, Linda and Janice were looking at each other, talking to each other. And then they look back and all of a sudden, Annabelle had her head turned. She's like looking, looking at Linda like, a bitch. You try, hit me with a fucking try it. <laughs> fucking try it again. <laughs> I remember when I first saw that in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And that part happened. Every, like first when the ball hit Annabelle's face, everyone was like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. She's fucked. She's fucked. Yeah, yeah. And then the next scene, when they show Annabelle's head turn, they left. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, holy shit! It was great. It was a great audience reaction, and I was lucky to have been there that day. <laughs> <laughs> no tanks. Trope, 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 trope. Okay, I'm not gonna do that shit didn't anymore. Didn't we have? Didn't we have one for tropes? I kept doing different ones. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. We need um, to make one, just one that sticks. Yeah. Trope, I, trope, trope. Nope, I hate it. <laughs> Go ahead. So, there were some maintained tropes that I, well, I didn't expect while seeing the movie, but now looking back on it, it's like, duh. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Um one of them, of course, was like that creepy nursery rhyme music that you find in any movie. It's like usually that next new scary movie that comes out comes out with this new creepy version of a nursery uh, rhyme that hasn't been done before. And and yeah, they did it with You Are My Sunshine, which yeah. I didn't think that that would be made out to be creepy. And <laughs> they did it. So. And they <laughs> fucked it up for me. <laughs> You, we will never sing to children again. Um, so that's then, just like I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's just like a squid game when I couldn't stop singing "Fly Me to the Moon." Fly me to the moon. Oh my and god! Sing on the stars. <laughs> now I can only think of Squid Game, and that's not how it was before. Oh no! Oh my god! Um, so then another little trope, and this applies to any movie, TV show, probably. Uh, more comedic ones where um, there's the sneezing nun and then someone says bless you. Sister Charlotte did it and Janice walked in on her sneezing and she says bless you. I'm just like oh well that's typical. (laughs) Oh my god I just got it. Oh my god I had a Joey Tribbiani moment. (laughs) I'm just like staring off into space like what the fuck is that significant oh <laughs> then your eyes widen like you and you <laughs> oh my god so yeah that was a, a great little trope but a nice light-hearted moment there in the midst of scariness um <laughs> surprised they don't finger gun each other and go hey <laughs> um <laughs> And then, of course, there was the uh, creepy-looking toys and whatnot when mm-hmm. they uh, went into the doll maker's room and they showed, like, you know, those doll parts and then mannequins and, like, exactly. the, the dress forms of the, oh. like, he had kid-sized dress forms to make clothes for the dolls. Yes, exactly. And then uh, the puppets, too, where they had that little puppet show stand and there were puppets that were, like, kind of gliding around, moving by themselves and Janice is like, who's behind there? 
and she took oh, the puppets, yeah. and no one was behind and her. There's no one there, but those need hands to work. <laughs> oh Who's yeah. Hands? Whose nasty unmanicured fingernails were under that one? Oh god, you do not want to know. Um. So yeah, those were all the maintained tropes that I had found i guess i didn't know if there were any others i might have missed wasn't much but (laughs) no there was lots of religious themes in this one that were that are pretty common i think especially in the conjuring universe like they really play on religion and it could be because you know ed and lorraine warren were super religious true yeah so a lot of the things that they did had (laughs) to do with religion (laughs) or like with blasphemy in general oh yeah for sure yeah, um, and then there were a few uh, little defeated tropes as well, um, like uh, when the character is giving in to curiosity, you know, mm-hmm. kind of investing, investigating, sorry, investigating unknown things or a strange noise or whatever. Um, well, Linda was the only exception to that this time, where oh, yeah. <laughs> she's getting the fuck out of B's room. Yeah, she sees Annabelle like t- <laughs> with her head turned toward her, and she's like. I'm out. <laughs> you want to stay in here, Janice? That's fine. I'm out. Yeah, it's the same thing when they're running from the well, and she's like, who cares? Run. Who cares? Yes. Linda is woke. Um, okay. So then another defeated trope was where an entity is creeping towards you, right? Like, it's slowly building, and suddenly it just pops out in your face, and it hurts the character or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I know, I just read your note, and I'm ready for it. Just explain it to me. Give me all the reference. Go. So when Janice is in that chair that that goes up the stairs, Mm -hmm. and it stops working. It needs a name, like the chair lift. The chair lift. Yes. And as, of course, the demon is taking her back up the stairs, she's like, what's going on? And then it stops. She's stuck there. Yeah, yeah. And you see, like, that camera view of her with the chair and the hallway behind her. Mm-hmm. And you're expecting something to just walk up right up to her. And out of nowhere, ejecto cedo, cuz. She flies <laughs> out of the fucking chair and then disappears beyond the ceiling somewhere. <laughs> beyond the ceiling? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the camera is on the floor and Janice just... Boom! Yeah. Falls right in front of the camera. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but it was, I'm so sorry. Like, we all knew it was a bad idea from the start. The moment she, like, ran to the chair. Yeah. And, like, I get it. I get it. She had polio, so she can't walk. Her One of her feet, one of her feet doesn't work. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the chair is necessary for her to go away. Right. However, we all saw it coming after she sat down. Oh, yeah, I need to buckle in. Right. Like, I was like, seatbelt. <laughs> ejecto <laughs> I'm dead. That's like my instant thought when she just like got out. I was like, oh my God. So that was one big kill trope right there. Hmm. Uh, got, blew my mind. Um, another one was don't look under the bed. <laughs> this was whew, a major trope killer because... Of the scene when Linda, you know, was like trying to keep guard with a toy gun at down that dark hallway, she hears the footsteps, right, and she runs up to her top bunk. Yeah, which is smart in a way because that was safe. She was elevated. Mm-hmm. But then, as she's like grabbing the blanket and you know, you know, having it over her head and kind of hiding, she hears the footsteps creeping in. Boom! 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 Jumps uh, hard land into the lower bunk. Yeah. Just under her. Just underneath her. Oh, like you see the shake of the bed. And of course, usually it's a single bed. And like it's not, it wasn't like a typical jump scare here. Because then after the 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 demon, as we find out, jumped onto the bed, and of course you see the, the nasty ass footprints oh, that, yeah. that Linda looked at. You see those in Insidious. Yes. Oh, uh, the third one, I yeah, think. Yeah, the third one. Yes. So there was that. And then she has the audacity to look in that crevice between the wall and her bunk bed underneath her. Mm-hmm. Sees not only the Annabelle doll suddenly just laying right there. Staring up at her. Yes. And then, again, a demon hand 
gliding over Annabelle's face and taking the doll in to cuddle to with. To cuddle. I was like, excuse you? This ain't no sleepover. Hey, you what don't you know. <laughs> what if the demon just likes to like not sleep alone? No. <laughs> <Okay>. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, that was creepy because there was nothing jumpy about it. No. Not at all. And it was just so unsettling. It was just I'm like, surprised she fucking fell asleep. I, I would have stayed up that whole night. Oh my god, that was so bad. And what I really liked, and again, this is probably because of the strings here, would you hear the silence, and then not until the hand just slowly appears. It wasn't anything that just popped out in your face. Yeah. The, the hand didn't like just claw at her face or anything like that. It just gently glided over Annabelle's yes. face. And just slowly took in the doll. Like, almost gently, and it was just so eerie. I, wanna, I was like, I want to know if I'm remembering this right, but when, I think it's Linda, who's in the dumbwaiter. Yeah. When she sees the hands come up from underneath, was it also slow? It, or was it more like, mm, wah? I think I think it was more of the, wah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, but, um, slow would have been cool, too. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so, too. I, I think in the moment, it, it was like, it was a chase scene, so it was like, Ugh. Yeah, so you had to keep, <laughs> directors had to keep our adrenaline pumping. Oh my god, yes. So, that was like the biggest trope killer for me, and that was like one of the best scenes that I have seen in the movie. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't a lot of tropes for me. I killed ones anyway, but Jenny, did you have any that um, I may have missed? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Linda, Linda, listen. Linda. Like, my favorite character, highly underrated, not your typical, like, final girl best friend. Yeah. And I, oh, she was so great. She wasn't even, like, the main character. Uh-uh. And she was fantastic. I was rooting for her, man. And she had succeeded. Like, like I said earlier, she had fear, but she took action. She didn't, mm-hmm. like, freeze or cry or anything. She yeah. just, she said, like, fuck this shit. <laughs> she was so brave. Very much, Which is yeah. so weird because she had, like, that whole thing where she was like, we'll have to go together to the new house so that we can be sisters. Like, she was so, very dependent on Janice, and I think that's what helped mm. her be brave. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And then, like... I like how she had that awareness of the doll's danger. She was just like, okay, yeah, I need to get rid of you. Yeah. She kind of had that that defense uh, mechanism with her. And she just, she faced her fears, took the doll with her, and went and tried to get rid of it. I was like, she got some fucking balls, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then on top of that, with her defending herself, she's in the, in the dumbwaiter. Yeah. And she sees the demon's hand. She grabs the flashlight. She's looking back in the hands. I'm like, let go. <laughs> I was like, damn, no chill. I loved it. <laughs> and that, oh my God, that is very final girl to use your tools around you. Yes, you're right. She just used that heavy ass flashlight oh to knock on. <laughs> to, to fucking, I killed Mufasa, that bitch. <laughs> Long live the king. That's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then, best of all, like, at such a young age, she sh- it was shown how strong of a heart that she had. And also, as much as she was dependent on Janice, she really, like, worked hard in accepting the loss of her best friend. Like, she knew yeah. that her best friend was gone. The vessel that's there, it's, it's no longer her. She's just like, all right, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, time to save my own ass. Right, yeah. She... But but I think before that happened, a lot of her bravery stemmed from, like, this is supposed to be my sister. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to get adopted with her, so I'm going to try to protect her as much as I can. That man says, this doll is bad. I'm going to protect Janice. Be brave. Take that fucking doll down the well. Oh. So, oh. like, it, a, lot of, a lot of Linda's action, I can contribute to the fact... I can <laughs> attribute... Damn, English... 
I can attribute to the fact that she really like loves Janice. You know what I mean? Like she really cared for her. She gave her her oh. fucking doll. Like she's like, hey, take take uh, whatever the fuck. And she's like, okay, but you gotta take whatever the fuck. I don't remember the doll's names. Oh, something Sue was Linda's doll. Yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> something Sue. Yeah, Linda is such a great character. Yeah, and and you're right on that. On on top of that, what kept her safe from the demon wanting her was she had strength and faith. Yeah. She had believed that, like, you know, I, I will do whatever I can to make sure that Janice and I stay together, that Janice will be okay, and that, you know, we will be adopted. This will happen. This will happen. She goes to great lengths to make sure that, you know, she takes action to provide for her faith. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, and I really think that the demon possibly feared that, if anything. Because, I mean, if... If the demon were to have focused more on Linda, she wouldn't have had that faith. Yeah. So I, I think that in, with Janice, you know, you can tell she lost her faith. She, she didn't have as much to begin with. Yeah. So. Especially after what happened to her. Yeah. Yeah. And she even like said, her, yeah, she, she even has said herself like, I'm the weakest and that's why it's after me. Yeah, for sure. So. And I mean, on, on that note, we might as well mention about like my little last section talking yeah, yeah. about Janice, um, because she, <laughs> I called her the walking, breathing trope killer, uh, <laughs> the ultimate trope killer, because the heroine that we usually root for, uh, she usually overcomes the enemy, and in this case, spoiler alert, she hasn't. Um, the enemy has won, and she was broken down more physically than she already was, and mentally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can see it on her face, especially when she told Linda, like, I, no one's going to want to adopt me now, you know, yeah. you might as well forget about me, and, and things like that. Having that self-doubt and, and everything. Yeah. So that really came into play here, and yeah, giving up hope on herself. Um, and then also... For us, we're usually not we're usually left in the dark, like not knowing the enemy's next goal. Like, oh hey, congratulations, you succeeded in, in defeating this person. What are you gonna do next? You know? Yeah. And we saw what the demon did next in Annabelle's form. Well, Janice's form. Sorry, spoiler alert, we end up finding out that Janice when she was possessed and somehow got away by tearing a hole in the wall. Um she ends up getting adopted somewhere. And now she can walk. She can walk. And she is now going by the name Annabelle. Mm-hmm. And we find later on, what, like 12 years from then, she she joined a cult and uh, murdered the parents. Um, and, well, we learn a little more details about that in the first Annabelle movie. Which uh, we're watching next? We're going to watch next. Okay, yes. but not tonight. It's too late. No. I'm scary. <laughs> no, that, that is totally okay. Um, but yeah. And I can understand why some other people voted to have the order of release uh, for us to watch mm-hmm. first instead. Um, because, you know, with this revelation that Janice was that Annabelle character, yeah. it kind of had that element of surprise where like, oh, hey, it's this person from this previous movie. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're going to go, like, literally by, like, a timeline, at least just for the Annabelle movies in, in yeah. our case, I, I think you'll still understand, Jenny, because mm-hmm. um, when you see the first Annabelle movie, you'll, you'll see the character and you'll be like, oh, hey, this is her from Annabelle Creation. So it's kind of, it's, yeah. it's interchangeable, I think. Yeah, I want to make a note. Yeah. Janice's character in the beginning... When, like when they first move into the house, when she's exploring the house, she it she doesn't take care of herself. Like her hair is always greasy, dirty, uh, like unruly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she wears the same fucking dress, unless all those dresses look the same. <laughs> they they all look. But similar. like after the demon took control of Janice, all of a sudden her hair is beautiful. She can walk. She's getting adopted. She got a raggedy and all. Like, yeah, for real. The, the only time that she It's because they heard me. They said, damn, I do need a manicure. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, the only time that she looked bad was, like, just that first day, you know, when she got puked in or whatever. She 
She was oh, in, yeah. the, in that barn by herself. Sister Charlotte was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She, and she turns around, you know, sunken eyes, yeah. kind of grayish face, and even more wilted hair, like, I'm fine. That was the demon being like, now I got a fucking human body. I'm fucking swell. <laughs> I'm getting better now. Like, peachy, <laughs> just fucking peachy, Sister Charlotte. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but Jan- Janice's character throughout the movie was, like, kind of dirty looking. Like, even yeah. before she was possessed, she was still a little... Yeah. She, and, and you can tell, like, she had given up on herself. She would look out the window longingly, like, look at all those girls run. No one's going to adopt me. Look at, they're making friends. I can't make friends. Ooh. So when she told Sister Charlotte, like, I think it wants me because I'm the weakest, mm-hmm. she was literally feeding it that. She was literally saying, I am the weakest. Oh. You're right. Damn. That's why, that's probably why it could have been an easy target for Janice, or for the demon to get Janice. I agree. 100%. Do we have a demon's name yet? No. Will we get the demon's name? Because I know for for the nun, when we get the nun's name. Oh, yeah. Um, forgot the nun's name. Valak. Oh, yeah. Val- oh, my God. It was like a whole point of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because, I know like, your name. Because once, you, <laughs> once you have, like, because, right, that's the whole point is that, like, once you have the demon's name that you can control them. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have a name yet. Will we ever? Well, I mean... Can you tell me that spoiler? Will we ever get the demon's name? Because Annabelle's (laughs) not the demon's name. No. um, I'm honestly not sure. Um, I can only think because when Valak was named, the the nun, that wasn't its true form. So I'm not going to say that Valak was the name of the demon, but it probably had its own name. I don't know if they'll go that far as to probably naming it or something. But that's just me. Maybe. I don't know. I have one more thing to add. Yeah. And you mentioned it. I did. Um, <laughs> what is the significance of 12? Because oh, 12. B died. Mm-hmm. And when the mom was telling the story, she's like, everything was quiet for 12 years. And then we started hearing things first, like the music playing. And then B came back to us. She said it was quiet for 12 years. Oh, my God. So then when um, Janice, demon Janice, escaped, it said 12 years later, and she killed her parent, her adoptive parents. Hold up. So that thing comes back every 12 years or something. Something has to... 12. That's some it shit. Yeah, right? (laughs) You know what? This had a lot of connections to it, and I know they weren't even the same thing. Oh, my God. I did not think about that. And I, I need to look into that a lot more. Because if, if that, if the reason was shown in the movies, then I gotta, I gotta rewatch them. Because I did not pay attention to that at all. Was B12 when she died? No, <sighs> she looked little. She was like Young. eight. I thought she was younger. Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I worked with children. <laughs> Jossie! <laughs> How old? <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think twelve. As I'm going, as I'm gonna watch the rest of the Annabelle series, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna start seeing if there's the number twelve oh. significance of that. Because we always know three is significant, especially yeah. in movies that involve demons, because the Holy Trinity and yeah. like a mocking of the Holy Trinity. But twelve, hmm. twelve disciples. That's all I can think of. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Twelve hours on a clock. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of one plus two is three. I don't know. Oh, my God. And then I have one last note if you have nothing else to say about 12. I have no, nothing else. And I guess I guess I could just scratch this note. No, why? Sidekick? <laughs> I guess I'll figure no. it out in the next movie because Annabelle oh. has, like, some random-ass sidekick. Oh, well, he don't get mentioned much. Does he die? Yeah. Pretty quickly? Yeah. Okay, well. Wait. I actually don't remember. Well, we'll save that for the next episode anyway. <laughs> All right, yes. So, thank you guys for listening to us as we return. As we ramble. As we, as we ramble. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie, and uh, I look forward to the next one. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. And I'll be right back. Yeah, and I forgot to mention about the sweater. Um, yeah.
Follow us on Twitter, y'all, <laughs> at Convos Room, and then our Facebook page and Instagram, Fetting Room Convos. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bling. <laughs>